0: Uh, Before we go on, I just want to check on some sports stats, you know, keep myself sharp here on the sports, and I'll use my computer and just go in here, and I'm going to check, okay.
1: Welcome to the Too Much Dip podcast. My name's Dave. We're going to talk some sports today. Joining me in studio, first and foremost, the most important member of the crew, my guy, Roger Dorn.
0: <laughs> I thought you were looking at me before you said my name. You weren't my, expecting my, my, that. Yeah, my pin name. I thought you were going to switch it up and say KJ or start, maybe even Mike, I don't know. Anyway, I am very happy to be here. Thanks for the great introduction, Dave. Um, a fun weekend of sports to talk about. Can't wait to get into it.
1: Thank you. Now, for a man who needs no introduction, Michael Weiner.
2: Hello, it me. Hey, did you guys see this video? Um, it's an extremely rare video of Harambe throwing Superman punches after some gorilla told him in sign language that Cole Campbell ain't shit, boy. <laughs> and then Harambe said, that's my homie, this emoji.
1: Okay.
0: I, I, thought I, I was believing you for a minute. I doubt the legitimacy of that
2: story. I'll be honest with you. I like he it, did though. say extremely rare. Man, it's great to be back. Never
1: before seeing footage. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Live from DeSoto, Texas, KJ.
3: I figured on uh Martin Luther King Day I would uh, just you know take a day to myself and solace. And uh, it sounds like the Canadians are celebrating ML King Day, MLK Day with uh you know, Harambe memes, but that's strange. You know, whatever. Teach their own.
1: Way to go, Cole. <laughs> Is he okay. from Hartford, Canada?
0: Yeah. Hartford, Canada. That's a
1: callback to Circling Back. Uh, yeah. No one has heard that joke Make yet. sure you check out Circling
0: Back if you want to hear Will just be a total dumbass.
2: Just to to be fair to the phenom, Cole Campbell, this was posted five days ago. So he this isn't as <laughs> okay. insensitive. It probably wasn't very smart of me either. but
3: um, I'm, I'm kidding. I just love Way to go, no. Micah. Micah's
1: ass. My apologies. apologies. On
2: this one. Okay, thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Shouts, shouts to the phenom. Shouts to you.
1: Hey, um, if you guys have a problem with with what Micah just did or just anything in general, you can call – th- what are we going to call it? The dip line? The,
0: the dip line? The dip tips? Dip uh, tips. Dip, uh, we have a phone number you can call.
1: We first. got a phone. Yeah, we don't know. You, know. <laughs> you can call whatever you want. 833-371-DIPP. 833
0: 371 DIP. If you have a good idea for a name – for the hotline please feel free to share it with us and we will pick the best one and go with that how about that
1: true and michael will send you a signed mouse pad if, yes he will if you get selected <laughs> but only he's gonna sign it. michael Not, one or
2: gmail.com if <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think you're that's gonna work
0: okay hey hey uh so parks watches this youtube show it's this little uh wiener dog and he dresses up like a dinosaur and it's called jurassic wiener Okay. It's okay. <laughs> I'm not. That. I'm not making this up. You can it's, look it up on it YouTube. Sounds like your like dream. Yeah, but it. Uh, <laughs> Shut up, David. But uh, he spells it like like Weiner. Like that's how it's spelled, which I, I believe e- is the right way to spell like wiener dog. W-I-E-N-E-R? I-E, yeah. Well, that's. But they also. It's weird because it's a kids show. But they they do make like weird innuendo jokes about him being a wiener a wiener dog. Hm. It's 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 weird. I'm I'm not completely sold on it yet. But KJ, is, are y'all watching thing. that one
1: yet?
3: No, we are uh, all in on Daniel Tiger, and uh, the name may scare people off, but Pinkalicious, kind of tight, kind of tight.
1: Wasn't that a place <laughs> over off Stemmons that got shut down?
3: <laughs> you know, I, I may have been alleged to visit Pinkalicious once or twice in my life, but uh, you know, I'm a reformed man now.
1: My body's too Pinkalicious for you, babe. <laughs> to play on Bootylicious, you're right? Micah.
3: Right? Yeah.
2: I, I got
1: it. That's Destiny, good. Destiny's Child. A little bit absurd that they they got a. I mean, Bootylicious is.
0: It's okay to say.
1: No, it's not that it's not okay. It's just so like. Have you heard this new Cardi B song, Dave? <laughs> talk no, about, you, talk about appropriate. Give me a few bars.
0: Uh, it's something about like a. Uh, something wet. I don't know. Like I don't know.
1: Hang on, hang on. Let me give you something to. Welcome back, okay, we don't have that available. <laughs> That's not it. That's not it. Wait, we don't maybe. Wap button. Wap button. Okay, that one's not going to work either. Um, well, why just give me a couple bars of it, with no, I, no don't, beat. I,
0: don't, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't have the lyrics in front of me. Is it the one
1: about the Wellerman? Yes. And sugar and tea and rum. Plenty oh, of Wellerman. Time when the and is done.
0: Not that. No, no, no. This one's uh, this one's much more uh, vulgar.
2: <laughs> Even Snoop Dogg said it was too vulgar. Did he? He did. He just came out Snoop. and said that. They need to dial it back a little
3: bit, <laughs> which is <laughs> just funny. It's quite okay. aggressive. Can I? Is she a sea shanty? Isn't that the new thing? Yeah, yeah
0: That's no. a new thing.
3: Shanty. Don't tell me this is another thing that y'all just did on fucking circling back, and I'm just bringing it. it no, no, no. KJ.
0: KJ,
1: I'm extremely late to it, so okay. Which is sort of on brand, but didn't Snoop go from being like completely canceled like a year ago, and now he is legitimately on every other commercial? He just he yeah he's the he, face of corona. I think he just got sick
0: of retirement. He's like, I got to do something. Mm-hmm.
3: Damn. I think doing the show with a, a uh, Martha Stewart kind of brought his brand back uh you know, pop culture wide. Like uh, he's acceptable to everybody.
1: Then he had it with the uh the fight, the Logan Paul or whatever Paul brother. His uh he emerged as quite he, the talented yeah, commentator. he stole the show, I think. He did. Guys, if you want some merch we're doing this one for Dippy. And check out the Wash Media shop. It's uh, shop.washmedia. I think that's it, right? Shop.washmedia for all your dip merch. We got people repping. Everybody's out there repping their dip merch. Send us pics. Maybe we'll retweet it on Twitter. Speaking of Twitter, at Too Much Dip with two P's on Twitter, Too Much Dip Podcast on Instagram. If you like social media stuff, Dylan.
0: I'm a big social
1: media guy. You That's were where, an early adopter of social media. That's where things were popping, man. Hashtagging. I was, yeah. You guys were to...
3: like the day that Chocolate Rain was debuted.
1: Tay on day. <laughs> is that the guy's name? What's it? The... Okay. This the fact that nothing... Grape
3: Lady made a presence in one of the group chats this week. Uh...
2: <laughs> I love. I love the Grape, the Grape Lady, Lady
1: video. Grape Lady video is OG internet. It still still holds up, and still one of the most. Puzzling noises ever made by a human. But have you you've had the wind knocked out of you severely before, right? Multiple times. I've never made that
0: noise.
2: Well, I, you know, I've heard that noise. I've when, made when Dylan went up to grab Ram and fell. That was the exact same noise uh, he made.
0: It's, it's on video. I clearly did not make that
2: sound. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>, my <laughs> my phone at the time was muted. I've I've made a weird. You we have to take my word for it. I
0: have made be, a weird sound before when an air is knocked out of me. Nothing like nothing like Grape Lady. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: she sounds
3: like
1: a, <laughs> that, a dog. Boy, that, that she, yeah. Okay, nobody knows what we're talking about. This uh, oh,
0: oh, everyone knows. That, that's on. an OG YouTube video. I know,
1: but we're so you're so old, and I'm okay. getting there. Well,
3: we have listeners that might be younger than that video, or yeah, younger than that video. That's a good point. We, we definitely that video
2: was uh, it appeared January 2006. Oh, it
3: looks to be old, maybe than not. That, like that's you're when 14, get fuck out like. the club.
2: She uh, also broke a couple ribs during that fall. (laughs) Had to spend weeks in the hospital under observation.
3: I would play it,
1: but the audio is such shit, they would just... No, no one wants to hear that. Just Google it. Do you want me to play it? it?
2: I mean, can you find it? Yeah, here. I've got it here. Well, I don't have... Just type in Grape Lady on Google. It's the first thing that pops up, Dave. KJ's (laughs) on a...
1: Okay.
3: I'm still crushed about this fucking sea shanty thing. I just went back and looked at the rundown from uh, Twitter. This happens too often. I fucking randomly heard about that, like, on NPR this weekend. So drives me nuts when that happens.
1: Did you know there's a Grape Lady remix? <laughs> <laughs> of course there <laughs> that, is. That is not shocking. If I hit play on YouTube, am I going to get two ads that I have to click through?
2: There's only one way to find it,
1: it out. hard to say.
3: Meet that right. tab and then unmute it after uh, got it. All right, let's see about it. And
1: one Fair of the flat. things that's done is... Right here, these buckets are
2: filled with grapes. What kind of grapes?
3: These are filled with Chambourcin grapes, and the winner this Saturday who stomps the most juice will actually win an overnight stay here. I'm gonna fast forward. And whoever stomps the most juice wins an overnight stay. But it's not the only thing you can do. The measuring cups are down below, right? Measuring cups are down below. All right. And and if you if you win,
1: you get to stay at Chateau Alon. And what else do you have going on here?
3: Well, grape stomping. I wonder if they're still doing
2: that. It's seminars,
3: arts and crafts. It. Again, it's a lot of fun. a yeah. whole day stop. <laughs> oh 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 oh
2: oh
1: oh oh be a real shame if somebody took the video of Dylan missing that dunk. Just, <laughs> just put that sound over there. Yeah,
2: it. I'm sure
0: nobody's gonna do that. Man. That will I will earn a retweet from me if you if you pull it off.
1: Wow. Yeah. Randy just Randy's taking notes over there. Randy's, Randy's, like, Randy's gonna be
0: everybody too. He's already, yeah, he's got gonna Randy start heard, on it right now.
1: He heard retweet and just was like, oh well, I'm got to get on this. <laughs> hey, did you guys watch NFL football over the weekend? Boy, did I? That's a yes. That means yes. Saturday and Sunday, we had two games each day. Delightful, delightful little slate.
2: Twas.
0: <laughs> Don't you have Saturday, Micah?
2: Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the Saturday games. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: truly for the boys.
0: Oh, well, man.
2: many people are saying that. Uh, it started out with what turned out to be probably the worst game of the weekend. Green Bay kicking the shit out of the L.A. Rams. Uh, Aaron Donald was kind of in and out of the game with an injury. He wasn't himself. The uh Rams offense stinks. And uh Green Bay with a very professional <laughs> win. I mean, I there's not a whole lot to say about this one other than you know, Green Bay's a, a much better team than the LA Rams, especially when Jared Goff can't throw passes.
1: Yeah. I was it, hoping we'd see Bortles.
0: A is dealing. Th- he's on a mission. And I i I love to see it.
2: I heard someone say that Jordan Love should be the MVP of the league because he's gotten Roger's just next level angry all season long. He's playing. He's at the peak of his powers. Can't wait for. Can't wait for Sunday.
1: They really put Jordan Love in a real bad spot, just by drafting him. Like the guy can't win. They
2: trade up for the guy.
1: They trade it up. Okay, so Rogers sat around for how many seasons Well, Brett Favre
0: was like at least three. In the twilight of his three seasons.
2: It might have been four. I forget. This might just be um, the Green Bay way. It was two
3: and a three. Um, because then we had Favre not finish that year and want to play the next year and went to the Vikings the following year.
1: Okay. Um, Beat the piss out of the Cowboys in the uh, wild card round, I believe. Just like absolute embarrassment.
3: I wonder if, if the uh, – I, I assume the relationship there has improved as far as Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers, because whenever they brought in Matt LaFleur, who uh, someone on this podcast quoted, I believe, Michael Lombardi and said this coach sucks.
2: I, <laughs> yes, Mike Lombardi, who Lombardi. calls him LaFuck. <laughs> for some reason I don't whenever know, I they why. hired him
3: like Aaron Rodgers and him were reported just not to have gotten along you know it's you know, not gonna work out blah 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 and they've done you know nothing but win like 25 out of 30 games in two years or whatever their record is over two years but I feel like we haven't heard much about Rodgers and love since the drafting like it would be really nice to see if like that relationship is uh you know, if, if Aaron Rodgers has gotten the fuck over himself and he's okay with like I Jordan mean, if getting Matt Flynn money somewhere else,
2: if they lose the NFC championship game by one point or by 40 points, the hot takes, Stephen A will be screaming about how. If they only had a wide receiver with that first pick instead of Jordan Love, they would have won the football game like this is going to be if even if they lose the Super Bowl, that's going to be the first thing that gets challenged. Um, anyway, they're much better than the Rams. The Rams, uh, it was impressive enough that the Rams got there, I think.
0: Rams are banged up. We had yeah. Goff's, Goff's hand, Cooper Cup was out, and then Aaron Donald was like that was like half of an Aaron Aaron Donald.
1: I think he played what fifty five percent of the snaps. Yeah. yeah. And obviously he wasn't himself when he was on the field. So uh I obviously heard that stat this morning. I would have, I just not like I know that. I think Green Bay wins either
0: way, <laughs> even with a healthy uh Rams team out there. The way Rodgers is playing.
1: I would have liked to have seen it. Yeah. I kind of I kind of joked about Rod uh Aaron Donald's injury on the live stream comparing it to uh, Drew Brees and I, th- I think his is much worse. And it's probably a being a lot more difficult being on the line and dealing with like a horrible rib injury than being a QB.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know either, David.
1: Um Buffalo beat Baltimore. You want to talk about that? Sorry, I thought I had something, and I just... Uh, yeah,
2: I wasn't sure. It. Yeah, it's okay. There's so um, a lot more
0: to say about that game. So yeah, we can no, there on.
1: wasn't. Oh, yeah, I know what I was going to say. Aaron Rodgers, neck beard. He's got he's to let that... He's got to get a razor and bring it up. I can't really talk, because today I came in completely unprepared and unshaved. That neck is getting out of control. He doesn't trim the neckline. Nobody blocks it off. I don't know what's going on
2: there. Uh, you, so you know what? Not- I, I Far from me to, to question Aaron Rodgers and uh the you know his his dating conquests deserve you know he he should never be questioned for his appearance because he's done quite well with you the ladies
1: his, you know his brother landed jojo <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: how can we ever forget he's talented i wonder if they're speaking these days uh that's not important though let's go to buffalo baltimore um buffalo wins at home this game was tied 3 to 3 at half the wind was outrageous. This was yeah. my big boy stack. Uh, lock of the week was the over, and uh, when it was three to three at half, I <laughs> I knew I was in trouble there. Uh, they came back after the the halftime, and Jim or John Harbaugh said that the wind was even affecting the snaps, like in shotgun. So they went to pistol. Mm-hmm. Like it was it was pretty intense. Uh, this one hundred there was the 100 yard uh, interception return for a touchdown that really shifted the momentum. Justin Tucker doinked two field goals from under fifty yards, which he had never he'd never missed two yeah, fifty. He didn't do that. He'd never done that. Double doink. He double doinked it. And then Lamar got knocked out in the second half. They had no chance with whoever their backup was, uh, who he played for.
1: Tyler Huntley.
0: You
3: guy? Tyler Huntley, guy? I think Taylor? from Utah.
2: Taylor Huntley. I, I, I I he's I a
1: Utah guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what? <laughs> held him held his own. Yeah. I don't know if he's the guy going forward. <laughs> no. but still. No, no, I, I, no. I think Lamar you know, gets his
2: job back, yeah.
1: You
2: know, yeah, I, this Buffalo played much better this week than they did in the wild card <laughs> round. Uh in my opinion, the defense is good. McDermott and, and this coaching staff know what they're doing. This is a team that is well coached and you know, it, it's fun to watch windy, snowy, shitty weather games in Buffalo. Loved it for the people of Buffalo.
0: Speaking of, Green s- Bay next week, the, the forecast, we might see some snow. It's going to be in the 20s. Yeah.
2: I haven't seen the Kansas City forecast either, but that's an outdoor venue that could potentially get snow too.
0: Watching football on the snow is just one of my absolutely favorite things to do.
1: Also watching football with snow. David, <laughs> like snow cones? Hey, you. No, we're just we're like the middle of a nice. snowball fight. What do you mean? Yeah. Um, Nothing. Okay. <laughs> What was Lamar's injury?
3: Uh, concussion. Concussion. Yeah, he, he was concussion. He Ooh. bounced his head off, yes. the, off the turf. Um, they showed a shot of the center. I didn't realize that's what it. Uh, why they were focusing in on him, uh, Micah, regarding the center snaps because he had two or three bad botched snaps, and I guess it was because of the wind. But this dude was taking full, like, four-finger licks of his hand before, like, breaking the huddle and going to grab the ball to snap it. And I'm like – you're telling me the team with uh, I don't know 28 to 35 COVID cases a few weeks back Ooh. has a center who's fully comfortable like fisting his own mouth and then snapping the ball like it's a little problematic. Oh, to you see want to talk
0: about he... that? We got to talk about Drew Brees licks his fingers every oh, three every God. three. Seconds. He's worse than Steve it, Nash. It really bothers me. It's gotten to the point. Where it's just gotten out of control. I mean, he's always done that, I know, but it's yeah. It's every three seconds he licks his fingers. I can't. I can't handle it.
1: I used to do that when I was on the mound. They finally called me out. They had to put a rule in.
0: Cause your shit was too dirty.
1: Yeah, dude, it was just dancing. Yeah. Like, dude, my shit would just dive into the dirt. You couldn't even get a bat on it.
0: Your ball was just rotating at yeah. an RPM never before seen.
1: Yeah, I was at the the Keys Park YMCA, just dealing. It's just, just a a twelve six nasty hook, no one could touch. Just four shutout innings.
3: um Charter ball or whatever the fuck that was called. <laughs>
1: Circle change was my pitch. No, I'm kidding.
2: Moving forward, I think uh, Baltimore <laughs> needs some new wide receivers. Dez Bryant finishes the season with two touchdowns, so I lost that bet. But uh, other than Hollywood Brown, they really don't have many targets in that passing game, and they obviously need to get better uh, to win the playoffs. I, I, I don't think that's uh, too much of a I don't hot think take. Hollywood
3: Brown is worth even mentioning. He either he's been underutilized or underperformed. Like. That system or the quarterback just doesn't that doesn't work. Mark Andrews gets enough play, gets enough attention and, you know, dominates at tight end there, but they need to get wide receivers that fit what Lamar can do and stop trying to line up all the small speedsters that like he's not efficiently getting the ball to.
1: Yeah, it's a tough scene for Baltimore. I was thinking that they could do it. I think I picked Baltimore.
0: I did too. But once uh, Lamar got knocked out, I uh, I decided to drop into Verdansk. This was over.
1: <laughs> did you really? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. I did. I did. Okay.
0: Y'all move on to Sunday, which I think is a couple of a uh, much more exciting pair of games. Agreed. Sunday was fun. First game, uh, we got Chiefs Browns. Um, w- a wildly entertaining game for the most part. Uh, it's it kind of seemed like the Chiefs were gonna pull away. They 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 started to pull away actually at the beginning of the game. And then uh, second half, Browns came out came out hot. Of course, uh, Mahomes with the weird the weird injury gets gets knocked out of the game, and it kind of looked like the tables were going to completely turn.
1: I got to give shout out to the Browns for making that a game because after the uh, fumble, the touchback fumble through the end zone, I was like, well, that's it. They're going to get boat raced in the second half. Like there's no there's no hope there. Yeah. Um, but you know, they did what they had to do. They made it a game. Um,
0: I guess before we talk the second half, we got to talk about the uh, the fumble through the end zone and the, at the end of, near the end of the first half, which completely changed the trajectory of the game.
1: My timeline when that happened, starting with KJ and then like five people under it. Worst rule in sports. Worst yep. rule in football. Everybody hates that rule.
0: I I saw a bunch of people say that, including KJ, of course. And I'm trying to think like justification for changing it. Uh, I I it is in an, an extreme like. Penalty, basically, extreme way to pay for a mistake like that. But I don't know a better. I mean, would I love no one, the rule? If no one recovers <sighs> it, you say you just get the ball back out on that half yard line where the fumble occurred.
1: Like, what? what what's a better way to handle you can it? You Give it to the offensive team on the uh, twenty, for example. Just an idea. Yeah.
2: I love the rule. I, l- I love the the drama from a guy reaching the ball towards the end zone and then watching it bounce once or twice going in or out. Like, I just, I love it. I think it's one of the coolest, highest tension moments in in uh, in the sport. And then, you know, the other part of that play was there was clearly what appeared to be upon replay anyway. Helmet, a helmet to, to helmet um contact. He, he led with his helmet, yeah. And uh
0: that's what caused a fumble. He put he put, yeah, a helmet he put his helmet, on the, helmet on
2: the ball.
0: Oh, I guess the justification for the ruling is that as as a defense if you force a fumble and it's not recovered, there still needs to be a, re- a reward somehow for like causing a fumble that no one actually recovers. But if you, fumble, if you fumble it out of bounds, not in the end zone, you just that's where the ball's marked. So it's I don't know. It makes I can hear the so argument.
3: I don't I don't know what the rule is as far as like an intentional fumble, um, but basically, depending on how you change it, you have to make sure that you can't just break out for a run. Clock's ticking down in the half, and you just crow hop from the 40 and launch it out of the back of the end zone, like while running towards the end zone. And it's a fumble out of the back of the end zone, and then you keep possession like somewhere closer than that. Like that wouldn't work if it goes back to where the fumble occurred. Okay, maybe that's an option. Uh, but I agree, the defense, you know, gets a little bit shafted. I just think the penalty of loss of possession in those situations just makes absolutely no sense. Like, I, I. I don't know what the defense or the offense could do to then prevent that, you know, and it it wasn't something that like, you know, in that situation where like they deserve to lose the ball, like not deserve, but like there's nothing on the, on the offense that like created that situation that says, Hey, that's a turnover on downs or, Hey, this is a loss of uh, possession because of some failure on the offense's part." So I, I don't know. I need, I'd like to see it change.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I have like no uh, no better idea. But I'll I'd be fine if they just said we're gonna put it at the five no matter what. Like I would be cool with that.
0: Yeah, so uh, of course later in the second half, Mahomes gets knocked out of the game. Still it,
1: don't understand how that happened. In
0: comes Chad Henney. And now,
2: uh I have there's some booty chatter in my uh Chiefs fan group chat about that he wasn't concussed, but he just got choked and so he lost consciousness for a second. But it's not – because if you watch the vi- the video, he never – his head never hits the ground. It kind of – you know, his neck is a violent snap. The guy has doesn't. him
1: around the neck, um, but it's not for, like, an extended period of time. Maybe the force cut off uh, blood flow in the jugular. I don't know. I don't – but I
2: haven't seen that actually report anywhere. That's just the the rumor that I'm seeing. I, I don't know. I mean, it also just – the force that his head moved certainly could have – I mean, I, I hate to, to play doctor here, but could have – you're talking about a brain injury in a concussion situation. Your head hits, and your brain is bruised basically the the amount of force that he was taken down with I could see how it was clearly that could have been a concussion but um a bad scene when Chet when Henny throws that
0: interception in the end terrible zone, pitch. which looked basically like he was throwing a punt to the other team on first down it, it was a five point game at that point. kind of seemed like Browns were gonna win to
1: me, yeah. And uh, I, they'll never have a better opportunity to beat Patrick Mahomes.
2: Well, that's true. The Chiefs have failed to cover in eight of the last nine games. But in none of those games do I ever expect them to lose. Even in that game yesterday, like, Tyron Matthew is going to make a play. And he, he just always does. Even if they bend but don't break. I, I'm just, I can't see anyone beating this team. even Even in ugly games. Even another five-point non-covering week.
0: Dude, we don't even know if Mahomes is playing next week. Well,
2: anything is
3: possible.
0: Okay. All right, we got to talk about the fourth and one. No, no, no KJ, you
1: got any thoughts?
3: <laughs> no, I, that was the worst meme of the day yesterday for all the Chad Henney Dude,
1: that's on Mahomes. Mahomes ran with it. Yeah, but he was he was not even the first to, to
0: tweet it out. He just added fuel to the fire. I forgot I think Chad
2: Henney was in Mahomes the league. Original. Me too. I did too. 13 uh, years. He's 36 years old.
1: What do you think about oh. the fourth and one? Um, or I call it the fourth and fun.
0: I thought it was one of the ballsiest calls I've ever seen. Stones. So I really did. So did Tony it, Romo absolutely well, – he shit his pants, I think. Oh, he
1: did a lot of things in his pants.
3: They went up
0: to the line. He's like, oh, you can tell by the body language they're not going to snap it here. Not only do they snap it, they don't run the ball, which it was like – it was fourth and like eight inches. They don't run the oh. ball. On and the uh, shotgun, too. Yeah. And, uh, the <laughs> and and then he he, he drops back, and, and th- it was a quick pass, I get it, but, but – he trust Chet Henney to throw the ball, and the, if you if you don't convert there, they're going to lose the game.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I picture, like, if Mike McCarthy tried that. like oh, I'm my. like, dude, we would be hearing about that the entire offseason. I was shocked that they did not run
0: the ball. Yeah. Well, that they even snapped it, first of all, but then they didn't They didn't run the ball.
3: That would have given Cleveland the ball in, like, the 40, 45-ish or so. With plenty of time so they left. needed a touchdown, but it would have been – Two minutes, no timeouts. Under two minutes, no timeouts. So but they had,
0: they had so much momentum at that point, too.
3: Oh, the big Mo. Yeah. I I, I do want to comment. Somebody did post and we were talking about uh, on Twitter. I was talking about the coaching hires in regards to Eric Biennemi, which we'll get to later. But the immediate reaction was talking about, like, how nuts, how ballsy and gutsy Andy Reid is. And I think that's still where the credit goes to here. Regardless of the who designed the play, who installed the play during practice or who picked the play in the moment, Andy Reid still has to sign off on A, we're going for it, B, I'm okay with the pass. C, I'm not vetoing whatever B enemy calls in that moment. You know, so even if the play the play design wasn't particularly great, it was just it worked in the moment. So well and then yeah, they showed Andy that Reid they had run the credit.
2: exact same play in the exact same situation in week fourteen, I think, after the game. Yeah. Um, I did hear Andy Reid after the game basically said, like, on third down, we said if we come up short, we're going to be going for it. Like they had already decided on third down, That's uh, so, And coach, they, he probably knew that. exactly what it was going to be too. So Somewhere good teams there, are prepared for those moments.
3: Hearing that confidence and uh, how you approach a game-changing decision like that.
1: <laughs> well, the play and the play works because the defense is expecting. Maybe they're not expecting a play at all, or they're expecting run. Although you mm-hmm. shouldn't necessarily be if you're playing the Chiefs, but that's what it looked like. Uh, what do you think about Baker? Minus that pick, he was pretty good. Dylan, your thoughts?
0: He, he's a good quarterback. I hate the guy. Good quarterback. But you got to take this loss. You're just going to use it uh, as motivation going forward to to prove all the haters and doubters wrong, of which there are many. Of which there are many. <laughs> he's, just, he's just life's underdog, you know. No one wants him to be up. No, no one. Certainly. But he just keeps doing it. He's that boy. Good for Baker. No, he's good. He's good. He's, he had a, a really good season. The Browns are going to be for uh, be for real moving forward. That's a good football team. They should have uh,
3: run the ball more early in the game. I think that hurt. Uh, I think that hurt their chances yeah. of sticking around. I think they, they
2: ran the, the ball twenty two times and threw it thirty nine, and that's just not. I, I also felt like in the second half they gave up on the run a few times, and and uh, but Baker, you know, doesn't shouldn't take too much shine off of Baker here. No, no. you know, to be fair. OBJ might have changed this game a little bit
1: yeah they don't really have a deep threat
2: yeah Jarvis Landry more of a underneath intermediary yeah. guy they don't they don't have the guy to take the top off that defensive good or you know take the top off you got pop top they've got good good tight ends that's the one piece they're missing
1: did uh did you guys happen to follow uh Johnny football on Twitter after the game yeah <laughs> uh, he needs to just stop a little petty he,
0: he little petty he does the He tries to like trump everybody's, like comeback with a like I'm rich, I'm rich and you're not thing, which is just really stupid and embarrassing to me.
1: He's also wearing Jordan ones. He's
0: like, I can't hear you. I have too much money in my ear. Is one of his responses to somebody. Maybe that's
1: what's wrong with your ear. You just got too much money in
0: it. I I don't. I I don't have Johnny Manziel money. I can tell you that.
1: Where's he getting money? But like, what? What do you?
0: What? What does that comeback do? It just makes you look like a dickhead.
3: Stands out to the IRS in five years? I don't know. <laughs> I
1: just,
2: <laughs> Fed's listening. Will be
1: used against you in a court of law. Yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, it, his life does look pretty dope. I think he just pretty much gambles on sports and plays golf with his buddies. Yeah, speaking day. of
2: gambling on sports and Johnny, uh, Johnny follows our Instagram page for Backdoor Cover, the other sports podcast that I do that you should subscribe to. Mm-hmm. It's available now. That's
1: real exciting. I didn't even know that was still a thing.
2: We went uh, three and one on picks this weekend. <laughs> it's too. the
1: Chad Henny of Sports Pods. <laughs> Anything is possible. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: I'm bummed. Haven't man. gotten that
2: p- plug in. I in wanted a to
1: hear Baker shout, "Cleveland, this is for you!" But looks like we'll have to wait. They're never going to get a better opportunity. Like, no.
2: Nope. They, they got to play at Arrowhead with no crowd or with very limited crowd. If you know, it, they that was a chance. That was a real freak chance.
3: injury. But it's it's not it's not. Um Absurd to think, you know, at some point maybe Tyreek Hill's unavailable uh for a game with them. You know, maybe their running back situation. I mean, Clyde Edwards lair wasn't available for yeah. this game. Um so it's it's not you know foregone conclusion that Kansas City comes back hundred percent healthy next time they play in the playoffs. Or maybe the somebody else knocks out Kansas City earlier uh and the Browns get a pass. So.
2: And you know, if you look at that division Pittsburgh is probably on their way down. They've got some major holes and some and some uh, major cap issues to deal with. So Cleveland's probably in a position to be the favorite in that that division moving forward for the foreseeable future. So it's not and they and they beat their hated rivals Pittsburgh last week. This season is a success,
1: definitely. And sure. with like their best skill player going out,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: Let's talk Bucks Saints. Mm. Y'all ready? This game, uh, the old man ball. This game was just really weird to me because it, it reports started to come out that it must this might be Drew Brees' final game. Jay Glazer, final game, and what a just like deflating way to wrap up a career, a very uh, obviously a, a Hall of Fame career. They didn't really, they weren't super competitive in the game. He had a couple interceptions, and then he he leaves the stadium to a like a mostly empty crowd. It just the whole thing was just like ah, oh, so it's it, huh? Three picks
1: actually. Yeah, they have three. It was three.
2: His longest uh, completion was fourteen yards, I think.
0: He does. His arm is is shot. You can. I mean, I, I know he he he's got the rib. the ball every twenty yards. I, I don't know how much of that has to do with it, but he he can't he can't move the ball downfield anymore. It's pretty apparent.
2: He's afraid to get hit, and you'd be afraid to get hit too if you had eleven broken ribs or whatever. But
0: I feel like the way he throws the ball has changed. Like he just kind of he's real short. Like he's got a real short delivery now. Like he can only <clears throat> push it like twenty twenty five yards down the field seemingly. It's weird. Anyway, it was just—it just felt like a very weird way to, to end a career. A lot had to do, again, with there being very few fans in the in the crowd.
2: So, so the fourth year in a row that the Saints end their season, and I, I would consider it heartbreaking fashion. Yeah, I mean they played poorly, and Drew played bad. I mean it was not a good performance.
0: Zero catches for Michael Thomas.
2: Yeah. Got to get the football to that guy.
1: That's not good.
0: It was, yeah. it
3: was twenty to twenty in the fourth quarter, I believe, right?
2: Yeah. Like, it was, this a game. was
3: a competitive game. It wasn't. It didn't feel like a game that had gone back and forth to that degree because I think there was a pick six in this game as well. But like, the Saints had more than a chance to win this game, and Drew Brees throwing two different interceptions in the in the fourth. One to you know Devin White or Devin, Devin White. White. I think it's Devin White. That dude's a baller. Uh, he played his ass off all game long. Where he Basically, play college ball? LSU. LSU. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, They they just throwing the game away, like it being squarely on Drew Brees' shoulders. I think that hurt more than they're not being fans than they're, you know, than them losing the game. Like this was unquestionably a loss that would, you know, lay it at his feet. I just want to know what the sideline audio was of Jameis and Drew Brees was at toward the end of the game. Yeah. You know Jameis was being like probably super positive and super motivational. Cause that's just kind of how he is. And drew was like giving it back to him. Like you're the next one. I'm like, he's not going to be there next no,
1: year. Yeah. I will be shocked. Although he did have a day. touchdown pass.
3: Yeah. Jameis exactly.
1: Did. That was a sick call.
0: Yeah. Fun play.
1: I, I did. I did kind of enjoy people like the, somebody on Twitter was like, what do you think Jameis is out there to do? Like, how are you not ready for that? Like he's
2: out there lined up as a receiver. It was the only time the, I think it was the he, only snap he played.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was
2: very efficient.
3: It really game makes you face. wonder why he didn't play in more of those fucking Taysom Hill snaps earlier in the year. Like. What
1: if What if Drew Brees gets sat in uh, his last game for Jameis? Was there ever a chance that that was going to happen? I mean, three three picks that no, wasn't going to
3: happen. Absolutely right? not. He would have got had to take a hit.
2: Yeah, it just. It seems to me the Saints did more to lose this game than the Bucks did to win it. You you turned the ball over four times. They had the punt return uh, for a touchdown called back on an unnecessary hold, a blatant hold, but an unnecessary one. They just they blew it. Brady wasn't even that good. No. Uh, Antonio Brown only caught one ball.
1: Is he? What's his deal? Is he hurt?
2: He he looked great coming into the stadium. He had a, a dope fire uh, fit on. Dope fire fit. Yeah, dope fire fit.
1: Did you see the video of Breeze and Brady after the game?
0: Very cool video. Very cool. I'm so glad we we got audio of it. Is there audio? There's um someone filmed it from it looked like the, like the like the first couple rows of the of the stands. And you can you can hear with it's not it's not crystal clear, you can definitely hear everything they're saying though, and it's really cool. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's neat.
0: Yeah, Breeze's son tosses up a ball to Tom and just runs a route to the corner of the end zone. Yeah. And of course he puts it on the money. That was cool. And walking away, he says something to like one of his sons, like, "Hey, be nice to your sister." And you know, you just, it, just guy talk. It's it was fun.
1: It's fun to see um, titans of uh, of the game be friends, you know. And as corny as that is, as a guy who doesn't really pull for either of those dudes, like I'm like, "Oh, that's neat," because I, I thought like after the game when they went up to each other and hugged real quick, I was like, "Oh, that was weird." I expected more out of that interaction. Well, it turns out they were just waiting for after the game, so you love to see it. That was before the game, I thought.
3: No, no. They, well, they had something before, but after the game, oh. um, they, they had a little handshake. I agree. It was a little weird because Tom was holding onto the ball or one of the game balls in his helmet, and I'm like, it's almost as if he's just carrying around Drew Brees' skull to add it to his <laughs> pile of, like, you know, careers he's put in the grave.
2: He's got a lot of skulls that he's holding, too. <laughs> uh, the, the craziest stat of the whole weekend is That is his 32nd career playoff win, and the next highest on, on the all-time list is Joe Montana at 16. He's literally doubled the competition. It's, it's
3: amazing
0: yeah.
2: what this dude has done.
0: That's Joe Montana, too. Eight,
3: yeah. <laughs> uh, postseason wins versus the NFC for Tom Brady now. Obviously, seven Super Bowl or whatever the That's Super insane. Bowls are, and then uh, the six Super Bowls, and then the two NFC wins he has now. And then Drew Brees' total career in FC playoff victories, eight.
1: Damn. Okay. Well, I guess I'll ask the question that everybody wants to kick around. Drew Brees, assuming this was his last game, does he end up in the garden garden of American heroes in the White House?
2: We'll have to see uh, when president President Biden adds his executive order list. Okay. Uh, some but more. he did not make the, the inaugural list, okay. unfortunately.
1: We've got breaking news. I have to get to this. Did you see that Garth Brooks is performing at the inauguration? Garth Brooks, not Chris Gaines. Very important.
2: Oh, that's a good good thing to point out.
1: We didn't get to that. There was no Garth on the list when we did this circling back, so I had to interject it here. Apologies. You guys want to talk I, coaching uh, carousel?
2: I thought we were going to talk about girth.
1: Let's talk about Girth. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anybody watch the the Garth Brooks documentary? I think it's on Amazon Prime. It's, uh, for some reason, it's two 90-minute episodes, and Caitlin and I just could not stop watching it. And it's not because his music is good or because he's talented, because neither of those things are really true. It's <laughs> just, he Absolutely. is, Caitlin was like, I have never heard a human being talk like this. He is just so incredibly sincere about everything.
3: He's a weird and guy. And it is
2: really comical. I I really could not recommend it highly enough.
3: Tim Tebow of country music
2: to the extreme.
1: That's pretty good.
3: All right. So coaching carousel. Sorry. sorry. uh, We can stop talking about girth now. Slow train wreck that I feel like I've been talking about now for three weeks is continuing, uh, continuing to stay on the track. Uh, Chargers announced that they're hiring the Rams defensive coordinator, Brandon Staley, who I believe might be 35 I don't know how old Brandon Staley is, but he is not, uh, uh has not been all around as far as a coordinator very long. Let me confirm that real quick.
2: He is 38. Uh,
3: 38. There you go. Um, Brandon Staley, Rams, Rams had the number one defense in the NFL this year. So it's not a shock that his name was out there for interviews. But hey, you know, For that to be what a lot of people pointed at as the premier job, you've got a roster with Keenan Allen, uh, which Bosa, Nick or Joey? Joey. Joey Bosa. Uh, Obviously, Justin Herbert with a franchise-level quarterback. Austin Eckler. Like, you've got a team. Uh, Melvin Ingram, um, although they need to, I think, get him back in free agency. And then Derwin James will be healthy again. That team is stacked, and they go out and get a young D.C. as their head coach. We'll see how it works out. I'm sure they'll put talent around him. But also
1: something you're not thinking about, there was like no brilliant offensive minds out there like for them to interview.
3: Yep, yep. Like Mike McCarthy?
2: Uh, Yeah, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, he has a job, I guess.
3: Lions announced that they're hiring the tight end coach of the Saints, who's been – he was interim coach for the Dolphins a few years back, former Cowboy great. Not great, but former Cowboy.
1: Aggie Uh, also, right?
3: Aggie also, Dan Campbell. Uh, the Jets are hiring the Niners defense coordinator, Robert Sala or Sale. Obviously we've talked about urban Meyer. I don't know if I've seen the official announcement for the Falcons hiring Arthur Smith, but that's Titans offense coordinator. So good on that. Wanted to run through that because it leaves us with two openings, Eagles and the Texans. Now, as David alluded to, um, is it Brian Dable? I believe the bills offense coordinator believes Brian David Dable is still out there. Eric Bieniemy, Kansas City see chiefs is still out there. Uh, and then nobody's called top 10 offensive coordinator Byron Lefwich, just as much experience as Brandon Staley, zero calls for interviews for him. Uh, the Eagles have reached out to Lincoln Riley, Kellen Moore, Josh McDaniels. And, uh, they'll probably throw some other names on that list because none of those meet the Rooney rule. So, uh, who knows what the Eagles are going to do, and then the uh, Texans are saying they're going to interview Leslie Frazier, former Minnesota Vikings coach and the Bills' defense coordinator. Having said all that, what the fuck happens with these two jobs, and which I guess would you say is the preferable to take at this point?
1: Um, I, the Texan situation is like so insane. Um, I don't. I saw the report that like it's they're leaning towards it's he's gone. Uh, Deshaun Watson's out of there. I still don't believe it. Um McNair's not a good owner, but like I can't I couldn't I so would be shocked if M- G- he was able to get a haul that would be worthy of Deshaun Watson.
3: Time out. Isn't Bob McNair dead? It Cal McNair? Yeah. Oh son, okay.
2: Also not a good owner.
1: Yeah, also not a good owner. Um, uh, have they picked a GM yet? Yeah. yeah. The dude from the Patriots, the uh Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, they did not consult Deshaun on that. Right. Even though they said they would apparently um apparently this dude easterby is hated by everybody um people like a lot of the easterby
2: thing is there's been a lot of words written about this guy in sports Illustrated. there are some insane leaks in that organization there are dudes like seen in meetings and conference rooms this size that are clearly just talking to reporters all the time about this dude he stinks
0: yeah that's not a good situation no it's not what you want it's not at all the Eagles' job—he's like the seems to Be far better than the Texans' job. Right the Eagles'
1: job—at least you know that you're not going to have a say on who the quarterback is. Like you're going in, and they're telling you that Wentz is the guy. You got to fix Carson Wentz. So I like, okay, That's I know it. that. Going in, if you if you agree to take the job in Houston, you don't know if Deshaun's going to be there or if you're rebuilding.
0: And despite Wentz having just a, a, an atrocious year, you know he's capable of being a good quarterback.
2: And you have draft picks, which the Texans don't have.
0: <laughs> no, they don't.
3: The Texans do have J.J. Watt's workout videos, though. Oh, oh, yeah.
1: And his charitable efforts, which are, which are very nice.
3: Shout out to them. Something.
1: Yeah, you've got to say the Eagles happen, job man. is the more desirable job, not that either of them are great.
3: Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure what's going to come of that. Uh, we do have early lines in for this upcoming weekend. Uh, Green Bay, three and a half point favorite at home versus Tampa, Kansas City, three point favorite at home versus Buffalo. Basically calling both these games a toss up uh with home teams getting the field a field edge. We will uh we'll cover that in an update on dip picks on Thursday night.
1: Yeah. I think so. I think Thursday will Thursday night be our last live stream. What do you think?
3: TV oh, one before the
1: Super Bowl? I don't know. You know my kid's supposed to be born on Super Bowl Sunday. Fun wow. fact. Can you fun tell fact. him just to wait a little bit? I know. I'm be like, dude, I'm trying to watch this game. Like, right. I got the big game coming up. And when my team. You will
3: appreciate if he is, actually. Because it will give you something to do, like, during the uh, come down period, if you will.
1: That will be nice. It be kind
0: of fun to have a kid born on Super Bowl Sunday.
1: Be memorable. Sure. Um, speaking of memory, especially if
0: it's like a dope game, then you like tie it into like historically to your child's birth, you know? Yeah.
1: If something miraculous happens, think about it. May have to, may, may have think to change it. up our name plans. Yeah. Um, Dylan, I've been noticing that you've been a lot more calm lately. Are you, have you been dabbling in headspace? Few people are saying that, but, uh, yes, I feel
0: fantastic. And yes, I have been dabbling with headspace, Dave. It's I your- love Headspace.
1: It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. Here's a true story. I used Headspace before they became a sponsor.
0: That's how much I love Headspace.
1: Really? How about that? Facts. Straight facts. I I believe you. You've been optimized for a while. Headspace is one of the only meditation apps advancing the field of mindfulness and meditation through clinically validated research. So whatever the situation, Headspace really can help you feel better. If you're overwhelmed, Headspace has a three-minute SOS meditation for you. I recommend that one. It's fantastic.
0: If you've never dabbled in meditation and you're kind of curious about it but don't know really how to do it, you're exactly like me when I started. I, I didn't know really what to do. And it, it takes you step by step. It walks you through the process. It's so easy, and it's just relaxed. Shut your brain off. Definitely. All, all the noise that, that affects your... Your well-being, your your mental well-being. Just shut it off. Clear your head.
1: It's backed. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews, and over 60 million downloads. That's so many. That's a lot. We love it here. You deserve to feel happier, in Headspace's meditation made simple. Go to Headspace.com/bang. Bang again. Headspace.com/bang for a free one-month trial with access to their full library of meditations for every situation. That, that's Headspace dot com slash bang, you know who was in quite the headspace over the weekend is one young Max Holloway, Micah. Ooh, combat yes, sports minute. Combat time. sports minute is back. Did you watch that fight? I did. It was on ABC. Did anybody else watch the fight? Micah we all missed I, I didn't watch it. Okay, it's a good fight.
2: It was a great fight.
1: It's a fight night, so it was free. Like we said, ABC is Max Holloway versus Calvin Cater, Boston Zone versus Hawaii Zone. Max Holloway, who I was shocked to find out was only 29. It just feels like he's had like 50 fights in the UFC.
2: He's a grizzled vet.
1: He really is. He looked awesome. He beat the piss out of Cater. Cater's more of like a a one-hitter-quitter type. He's got hands. He's got power. Holloway's a volume guy. May not knock you out, but...
2: Well, apparently, according to the statistics, he threw more... He landed more punches than any fighter in the history of the UFC in a fight. He just battered this dude for five rounds uh, and... Didn't slow down. I mean, it was just a really impressive performance.
1: Yeah, it was awesome. I like him a lot. Holloway's going to be next in line to fight for the title. I guess the winner of uh, Volkanovski, Brian Ortega?
2: That sounds right. Yeah. And then there's also the rumor that, or I think Max said this, that he's staying in Abu Dhabi on Fight Island in, in the event that someone falls out of the Connor fight on Saturday.
1: Yeah, so Connor fights Dustin Poirier this weekend for the second time. Um, I don't really see Max <laughs> Max has already lost to both of these guys actually but I, would, I wouldn't I mind seeing it again I don't know if you can fight he did take some punches he wasn't free yeah, of damage it, it
2: sounds a little sketchy to it, me
1: there's no way but yeah we got Connor this weekend how, how H are you guys for Connor?
0: Uh, I'm not okay I'm over Connor the
1: king really? is back His his antics his
0: antics are too much and he doesn't have he's got what four losses? is that right? Uh, you, you can't act like that with four losses. He, he's doing too much. He's, he's a Habib, douchebag. Diaz. He's very douchey. Somebody else. Uh, I'm just. I'm just kind of over his whole charade. KJ.
3: Um, I'm H for Poirier to, uh, you know, try to. He lost last fight, right? Pretty defensively.
1: Uh, Dustin Poirier. Uh, was his last fight Habib?
3: Not last fight, his with uh, Connor. Isn't this rematch? Oh yeah, yeah.
1: Connor knocked him out. Yeah, and that was. So, but that was at a lower weight.
3: I'm. I, what I'm getting at there is uh, not to sow dirt on Connor's name more so than he already has, but given Connor's assorted uh, history with, you know, sexual assault cases still pending, you know, Team Poirier, give me three and a half eggplants for old DP.
0: I too would like to see Connor's ass get whipped. Uh, he needs he needs more slices of humble pie because he had not had enough yet. Habib bones his ass. It's not enough. He's still a chotch. I'm sorry. I'm over him. <laughs>
1: He's a chotch He is a chotch <laughs> uh, I will say uh, part of the the fun in watching a Connor fight is the crowd, very uh very heavily Irish. Yeah. They they show out for him, and this will be I believe in Abu Dhabi with limited fans, and by limited I mean like. A thousand, maybe I don't know how many were I there. There the were people
2: in that building, not uh, enough
1: to recreate like what, what a Connor fight
2: normally no, is, no.
1: So. I do love the Irish, just not okay. Right. Put that on the
0: yeah, Dylan loves the Irish,
1: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you know, he loves the Irish. I don't know, that'll be fun. We'll talk, we'll pick that fight on uh, Thursday on the uh, live stream. Um, you guys, I'm
2: quite to- H just a I. I I want the world to know I'm H for this fight. Good, Could should be you. fun.
1: Okay. We can hop right into quick dips. We had a little breaking news right before this pod. Jeremy Pruitt out at Tennessee. What what's the story here? Recruiting?
2: There are some he was sort of put on probation a couple weeks ago. They sort of put him and his staff, they froze the staff a couple weeks ago due to some recruiting violations that popped up. The staff was all eligible for raises or something and then they weren't getting them and he apparently Tennessee is firing him firing him with cause so they don't have to pay him. We'll see how that works. I've I've never. It doesn't ever seem to to work in in college sports. These coaches generally have good lawyers and get some money back, but uh, a bit of a surprise on the timing anyway. Phil Fulmer is also out. He claims that it has nothing to do with this. He's retiring, and it has nothing to do with the exit of Jeremy Pruitt, which is convenient considering Fulmer gave Pruitt Pruitt an extension and a raise all the way back in September of 2020. Jeez. Phil Fulmer is has done a terrible job there. That athletic department is a goddamn train wreck. And I love it.
0: If that's not the reason for him leaving, why not just wait till like I don't know next year, maybe six months from now. Oh, tomorrow. Until, until the story people are starting yeah. to get about it. Like,
1: okay, I want to move on now. What was the, <laughs> shut up? What was the drama like a year or two ago? Didn't they try to hire Shiano?
2: Yeah, that was like three years and ago like, when Clay, they hired Pruitt and Clay then Travis. Clay Travis torpedoed it. He led an it, KJ and I were talking about this previously. Uh he led an insurrection. Against uh, Shiano, trump they they trumped up some some weird. Oh nah. uh, yeah, wow, I'm really so. doing it here, but they uh, God they God hyped traps. up some charges against uh, Shiano of mistreatment or something. I forget what it was. was Which it
1: Sandusky related? Yeah, yeah there was some.
3: Shiano was aware of and/or covered up sexual assaults at Penn State.
1: I think it was highly exaggerated. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's it was been
2: any.
3: Fabricated,
1: apparently. Like, Truth it, to it.
3: It's all internet rumor. Like, it, there was no charge in it, you know, in the beginning. I think he was questioned in relation to something, but he was never the target of said, like, investigation.
1: I, I think he got deposed as a witness. Right. And, I yeah, and, and at the end of the day, there was a number of Tennessee influential people who did not. They just They didn't care about that. They just didn't think he was a football guy, the right guy for Tennessee. So of course they just sullied his name.
2: Yeah, they used those rumors to as an excuse to get rid of him, and Since then they they, they moved room, heaven and earth room. to get Jeremy Pruitt, and then they force him out three years later.
1: There's a little bit of a tie-in to another quick tip because we're going to talk some Texas high school football. <laughs> Katy, perennial powerhouse, suburb outside of Houston, just took it to Cedar Hill. Cedar Hills, uh, there's Duncanville, DeSoto, Cedar Hill. Andy Dalton's alma mater. Andy Dalton is a Katy high school grad. Right. Cedar Hill, their quarterback is um, committed to Tennessee. Okay, and I don't know what this Jeremy Pruitt thing is going to do to that. He's awesome. Um, Cedar Hill's not that good, but they've got this this quarterback whose name escapes me, who's Baby. badass. They're okay. in the state title game. They're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, compa- yeah, you're right. That I shouldn't, I shouldn't poo poo that. Um, we got to talk about Westlake. They did it again. Westlake, not no less than uh, two miles from here.
0: Yeah, so the more than, I our home
1: say. our hometown team here in uh, we're in the Westlake area is the uh, Chaparral's where Drew Brees Drew played Brees, ball, Nick Foles, Nick
0: Foles, Justin Tucker, Justin best Tucker in the league,
1: best tick, yeah, Mr. as long as know? the wind's not blowing, as long as the wind's not blowing, they absolutely steamrolled Southlake Carroll. Um, if that name sounds familiar, it's because uh, the great Chase Daniels played ball there, Missouri's own
2: Chase Daniel, Chase Daniel, Chipotle Chase. Okay. They've had
1: runs as a, a powerhouse
0: program. South Lake,
1: yeah. Going into this game, I think they were eight and one or seven and one in state title games, and they just got steamrolled. And uh, this was—they were dubbing this the Dodge Bowl because it was a father-son. Uh, Todd Dodge is the dad, coaches at Westlake. His son, Riley Dodge,
2: coach at South Lake. Todd was previously at South Lake.
1: And for this game to happen in the middle of Truck Month is just crazy. I'm intrigued by this <laughs> Westlake
0: quarterback because he—he put it to uh, Quinn Ewers. Is that his name? South yes. Lake. Who's the uh, number no one, no one the country in the nation? Mm-hmm. Uh, this Wesley kid's just got better numbers all around, and obviously beat the, they beat him heads up.
1: Is he committed to Texas? I don't
0: I don't know anything about him really. That's why a, I'm intrigued. He's a
2: junior. Person's...
1: I think he is a quarterback.
0: Commit early though. Yeah, because there aren't that many spots to go around for quarterbacks.
1: South Lakes who beat Duncanville, and um, yeah, I would have loved to have seen Westlake and Duncanville, but man, I was I was shocked. Man, South Lakes defense had no answer. Westlake's got some dudes, man.
0: I don't know how, and it's man. weird
1: because I feel like I, I've heard nothing about their team all season. Maybe it's because I'm so Dallas focused. But... When I heard
0: they're in the state title game, I was, I was very surprised. I didn't heard I didn't heard shit about them.
1: Yeah,
2: they're always good. Their defense had averaged uh, they had allowed five point five points per game, which was pretty Jeez, good. That's and then a low they, number. I, I like I didn't. They sort of flew under the radar, but I did see pregame that they were they had the number one offense in six A and the number one defense in six A. That usually is a winning So that's a good good way to do it.
3: Like, for perspective, Duncanville last couple of years, I don't know about this year, but, like, they were – their defense was everything anyone ever talked about, and they were averaging, like, seven or six – 6.8 points a game given up. So for Westlake to do this, uh, that's impressive. Uh, I added the note about Denton Ryan beating Cedar Park – Uh, only just to go back to what you were saying with Duncanville, DeSoto, Cedar Hill, all neighboring towns in the Southern Dallas County area, it's pretty just random or cool for me to see like multiple schools, like crop up, like strong talent all at once. Cedar park and Westlake are very similar. I mean, there's a little bit of distance there. Um, but it's just cool to see that happen all at once when you have like the same area, you know, pop up in state title games.
1: Definitely. I didn't realize how good Cedar park was. Um, I should probably pay more attention to uh, Travis County football, and I'll do better next year. I How mean, about that?
0: We've got Lake Travis here too, which has become a powerhouse program. Yeah, obviously, definitely. It's really good quarterback play in the city of Austin. They don't. I mean, Austin doesn't put out many like athletes generally. Football, I'm, I'm talking about, but quarterbacks, man. It's a quarterback. You didn't count.
1: even name Sam Ellinger.
0: <laughs> Why didn't I? What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, Sam, Sam Ellinger. Ger, ger. I don't even know what it is. I
1: don't know. I like to say it different every time.
0: Yeah. Quarterback
1: city. You guys want to talk golf? Let's talk golf. Maybe golf controversy. Well, first of all, let's start off on a good note. 77 days until the Masters. Thank you to whoever put that note in. Can't come soon enough. Cannot come soon enough. Justin Thomas loses his polo sponsorship after a uh, microphone picked up him, dropping a derogatory term. He dropped the F-bomb and
0: not the fun kind.
1: No. You know? Yeah. At himself. Lost that polo sponsorship. Damn. That's that's Tough. a big dude, he was the face of polo. Tough scene.
0: Yeah, that, that big that big polo on the chest has got to be on someone else now. They're gonna pick somebody else. He lost it.
3: Maybe he'll get picked up by US polos. He's gonna
0: he, he's gonna look <laughs> he's gonna look sharper now at least. <laughs> that's that's really good. Those shirts it <laughs> look like they I know he's a small guy, he might have something to do with it. But those shirts they look like they're made for uh Eight year olds.
1: Yeah, it barely covers the like, whatever deltoid he has, his little just, shoulder muscles. Just a bad bad shirt on a bad frame is not a good combo.
3: Immediate pit situation.
1: Um, I'm seeing a lot of people, some chatter on Twitter saying that Aeropostal and Hollister are like his next two sponsorship opportunities. Yeah, Which one do you guys think? He Pretty go much with Hollister. You think Hollister?
0: Also throwing like a Puka Shell like a
1: dope Puka Shell. Basically anything you can find at, out there. At the parks mall in Arlington. Right.
3: Somewhere not uh not owned by the L brands. Shout out Les Wexner.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> that's a, that's a deep tie. Players. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not shocking. Ralph Lauren's fashion world. You can't, you can't have the face of your thing. Drop a homophobic slur. He was very apologetic to his credit. I don't think we should like completely take him out back and murder him, but his was he talking still, about uh, like
3: the soda that the insane clown posse you note know, likes to drink. Or was he actually saying the word?
1: I think what you're thinking of is Fago. Oh, that is it. That is the soda.
2: Blueberry of- Fago. Yeah,
1: specific. They love, they love their Fago. Why do they love Fago? So love Fago. All that sugar. That's how it go. It's too much sugar. blueberry Fago. Let's wow. run it back. You want to run it back? Let's run it back. Let's
2: run it back. It's time to talk about what we've previously talked about. It's run it back. Hey, if you have a problem with me mentioning Cole Campbell memes on MLK Day. You can call the DIP hotline. What's that number, Dave?
1: It's uh,
2: 833-371-DIPP. Jurassic Wiener is a weird show that Dylan's not completely sold on. Pinkalicious got shut down in East Dallas. Dylan is a big social media guy. That's where things are popping. Facts. Shouts to the chocolate rain guy. Just wanted to get that in there.
1: Tay Zonday.
2: Dylan loves watching football in the snow and watching football... With snow, I don't think that's that. According to Dave, to be fair, I just—I should attribute. I apologize. Uh, the Ravens' center fisted his whole mouth. Okay. Romo did a lot of things in his pants on that fourth down play. Whoa. <laughs> Baker, Baker is going to beat back the haters and losers, of which there are many. Uh huh. AB had a dope fire fit pregame. Let's talk about girth. Dylan's been Dude. dabbling in headspace, and you too can dabble. At headspace.com slash bang. Added value. Dylan is uh, over Connor, who is quote unquote a douchebag who is there a douchey. He is also, according to Dylan, a chooch.
1: A chooch.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. A, What's a chooch. A chooch is. <laughs> it, is uh, oh, a, chooch. a chooch. I, I think chooch. it's the same thing. I think who it's, the fool
1: is that guy? Yeah. He's a chooch. Who's a chooch over uh, here? Dylan
2: loves the Irish, <laughs> just not Connor. He wanted oh, yeah. to be clear. And a lot of people are pointing to Hollister and Aeropostale. Postal as possible sponsorship destinations for JT. That
1: was really good. Fun. Fun stuff.
0: Fun.
2: Good pod.
1: I had fun. Did you have fun, Dylan? It was a good time. Hey, yeah. since you're not doing the mailing, we can bring that here.
0: You want to bring it here? Yeah. You enjoyed that. You do it. Did you guys have fun? I had fun. Ask KJ. <laughs> KJ, you have fun?
3: I love that so much.
0: Oh, wow. KJ, I was having an okay
3: time until we brought that here.
0: KJ had fun. Now I'm
3: having
1: fun. That's great. Wow. Let's go.
0: I had fun,
2: too.
1: Um. So... We're going to do the live stream Thursday. Live stream Thursday. We're going to do Tiger Doc in the next week or two. Correct. So everybody watch the Tiger Doc. They're both out. Both parts are out. We're it going to knock streaming out. on H- HBO. 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 And our live stream is on the Wash Media YouTube page. Sure. Guys, any parting thoughts? Support Dippy. I just love you. Go, Go buy myself. a t-shirt. This one, we did it for Dippy. I hope I mean, we did, did him justice. I miss KJ. Hopefully, he can get it back in the office soon. Yeah. I got to say, though. This has not been the it's worst. Not awful. This, is, this is working pretty well. I'm looking right at him. What I, what I don't like about it, though, is it's working so well. I don't want
0: to be like, oh, let's just do it, this right now. It, from will, here and it out. will not be the default. Okay. Uh,
3: your boy is falling way behind on podcast consumption. Those six hours each week uh, come in handy. Great.
1: Great. <laughs> we will see y'all Thursday night. Bye bye. Bye
2: bye. I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips.